Lataji, what is there in your family history that uh, makes all of you so musically inclined? मुझे जहाँ तक याद है सिर्फ चूंकि मैं अपने मैंने ग्रैंडफादर को देखा नहीं पर सुना है वो गाते थे मंदिर में और कीर्तन करते थे इन दिस इंटरव्यू प्रदेश नंदी लता मंगेशर एक्सप्लेन फैमिली हिस्ट्री इन म्यूजिक embarking on a musical odyssey to delve into the tales and vibrant creativity of musical luminaries hailing from diverse corners of the globe. In each episode, we'll carefully unravel the intricacies of their journey, delving into the cultural landscapes, personal struggles, and the extraordinary moments that defined their artistic genius. Spanning genres from jazz to electronic, classical to reggae, Unsung is a celebration the diverse mosaic of musical expression that transcends borders these are the narratives often whispered but seldom sung a jubilation of the voices that have shaped the very essence of our shared musical heritage in this episode we submerge ourselves in the captivating narrative of lata mangeshkar the esteemed nightingale of indian cinema whose melodies have echoed through the corridors of time Born as Hema, the eldest child of Dinath and Shivanti Mangeshkar, on the 28th of September 1929 in Indore, British India, Lata Mangeshkar's journey into the realm of music was destined for eminence. For over 70 years, her songs in Indian cinema earned the Indian nickname Didi, a sister whose emotive songs became the rhythmic heartbeat of billions across the world. Her formative years were marked by formidable challenges and tragedy. Her father, a classical vocalist deeply involved in Marathi theatre, faced setbacks, leading to the family losing their home. And after her father died at the age of 13, Lata assumed the role of the family's breadwinner, a pivotal moment that underscored her resilience. She shared her birth name Hema, adopting Lata after a character in one of her father's plays. The family were forced to make a change. After losing their home, the family relocated to Mumbai, which marked a turning point in Lata's journey. While navigating the city in pursuit of work, a family friend introduced her into the captivating world of cinema. Despite initial forays into acting, Lata's true passion found its expression in music. To refine her craft, she seeked the guidance of Ustad Aman Ali Khan and mentorship from composer Ghulam Haider. Hindered by regional biases and a lack of visionary directors, she faced challenges in making a breakthrough. Criticisms of her accent and perceptions of her voice being too thin would later prove short-sighted. It was her evocative rendition in the 1948 movie Majboor and the 1949 film Mahal that catapulted her to stardom.
Lata Mangeshkar went on to sing in over 2,000 Indian movies. Her voice was versatile and expressive, and she could sing in a wide range of genres, classical to folk to popular music. Her four-octave vocal range wasn't merely a technical feat. Her style was characterized by crystalline clarity and profound emotiveness, encapsulating the essence of a song's emotion with an ethereal quality that brought it vividly to life. It was a style that matched the personality and mood of the characters on screen. Collaborations with luminaries such as Shankar Jaikishan and S.D. Berman and the legendary duets with Muhammad Rafi, despite their disagreements later, played a pivotal role in shaping the musical landscape of Indian cinema. Some high-profile actresses would only commit to films if they knew they would be lip-syncing one of Lata's songs. She ruled decades of Indian cinema. Songs like Mera Khwabo Mein from Dilwale Dulunia Le Jayenge, Dil To Hai Dil from Akandar Ka Sikandar and the era-defining Dil Diwana from Mere Pyar Kiya helped to shape Indian cinema. But her impact extended far beyond the glamour of cinema. She was a staunch advocate for Indian classical music. She dedicated herself to its promotion and enrichment. Her repertoire, including albums of budges and guzzles, is a testament to her commitment to preserve the cultural heritage of Indian classical music. Her live performances would be an extension of this devotion, rooted in the teachings of her father. She performed at the Royal Abbott Hall on April 14, 1974, and was introduced by Bollywood actor Dilip Kumar. She sang many songs based on the classic ragas and collaborated with renowned musicians such as Ravi Shankar, Ustad Ali Akbar Khan, and Bimsin Joshi. Outside of the booth, she was a vocal advocate for playback singers receiving royalties. Singers were not paid by record labels or the film producers for their songs. Lata demanded that the singer should get a share of the revenue generated by records sold and concerts. She also persuaded the Filmfare Awards, India Cinema's equivalent of the Oscars, to include a category for singers, which was absent until 1968. She clashed with former collaborator Mahmoud Rafi over the issue of royalties. He disagreed with her. She also clashed with Raj Kapoor, a famous film director who refused to pay her royalties for the films he made. She stood her ground and in 2012, the Indian Copyright Act of 1957 was amended and it became a legal requirement to pay royalties to singers. Lata Mangeshkar's recording legacy comprises of over 25,000 songs, spanning a remarkable seven-decade career. She effortlessly lent her voice to songs in more than 36 Indian languages, leaving a lasting mark on the nation's musical landscape. She has been sampled countless times in other genres of music by the likes of DJ Quick, Madlib, Brandy, Little Sims, Britney Spears and Grimes. She was a musical icon who left a lasting impact on the indie music industry and beyond. At the age of 92, a month after contracting COVID-19, Lata Mangeshkar passed away, 
she left a legacy that will undoubtedly echo through the ages. Her iconic status as the most revered female singer in India remains unparalleled, a testament to a lifetime devoted to the pursuit of musical excellence.